Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Mental Health Matters. Uh, this is Tom Duff, Executive Director, Licensed Clinical Social Worker, Therapist at Heart of St. Louis Counseling. If you're curious about our services, check us out at stlouiscounseling.org. That is Saint spelled out. So, you know, this podcast is all about trying to break down stigma and trying to have just regular conversation and, and recognize that we all have our own levels of mental health. Uh, sometimes there's mental illness, but, and so sometimes, you know, our podcast is about getting into specifics and diagnosis, but then sometimes it's just about talking to everyday people, talking to people that um, uh, can relate and kind of help open the doors and, and explain perspectives. And as always, we're going to be doing that through each podcast. Uh, a couple quick tidbits of information. Please remember that May 1st is Give STL Day. And St. Louis Counseling, uh, we're looking for $300 matches from businesses that, that are out there or donors. And why $300? Well, we figure we can cover a month's worth of sessions for a, a child, um, a client of ours. Um, because we know the uh, the actual need outweighs the funding that we get. So if you're interested in that, uh, contact Debbie Dugan. That's D-D-U-G-A-N at ccstl.org. Also, our Young Professionals Board on April 26th uh, is doing a Dress Down Stigma event. So if your business uh, is interested in uh, participating in that, $5 an employee. You can also contact um, Debbie Dugan as well on that or just look at our website and you'll f figure out who to contact to, um, to register your business with that. But it's a great opportunity to recognize uh, uh, the issues of stigma in our world and show some unity behind that. So um, as I said earlier, we always have uh, entertaining guests and um, uh, conversations and today's no exception. Uh, we have John Henry with us, local singer, songwriter, artist. Um, artist, yes, yeah, yeah. I think you got it. That's everything, right? Yeah, yeah band leader, uh, and a venue talent buyer at Off Broadway. Beautiful. Yeah. So, so. you all, know, all uh, music business. We were joking earlier. So, uh, once I got here, I was like, man, I should have dressed to be like to, to interview a rock star but you know i'm not really dressed that way i have yeah. a button-down shirt on you know i thought about my black mellencamp t-shirt but then you know chris denman said you should have went springsteen instead of mellencamp i'm yeah. like whatever well either way did you go to his show a few weeks ago um i did not go but i've yeah. been to five john mellencamp yeah. concerts in my yeah. lifetime yeah i really I'm, I'm a big fan you know when i was listening to some of your music i could hear there i, I felt that connection with well, mellencamp I, you know it's um I kind of have the the perspective of uh, I grew up in the city and then my wife grew up in the country. Um, and so spending a lot of time out there, I kind of see the both sides of the, you know, the spectrum. So a lot of that um, musical influence, um, cultural influence, geographical type of stuff um, kind of all factors in, I think, just mm -hmm. see, seeing kind of both sides of, of uh, you know, urban and rural and mm -hmm. and that type of thing so what were some of your uh, early influences in music uh growing up it was like um i was really into green day i still am that, that was one of my first and then uh, i really like soul asylum uh -huh. which is kind of sort of like a an extension maybe of of, of the mellencamp springsteen stuff bruce springsteen otis redding bob dylan rolling uh -huh. stones um 
you know, that type of stuff, the classic, mm -hmm. kind of classic stuff like that. I, I, we're really fundamental. The Who, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Wow, like wow. Like uh, so, I got lots of questions. And, you know, I know we're, we always come back to mental health, but I also sure. love music. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is really cool. Um, you got to kind of having yeah. you on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's a, it's a big issue with, within the, the musical community too, I, you mm -hmm. know. Um, I think, not to interrupt you. The, no, 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 the, go. Let's keep the, going. Uh, yeah. I, th I think if you're a songwriter or you're, you're a musician, I, there's a level of, of um, sensitivity and, and perception where you're trying to, you know, internalizing different things. And, and I think that sensitivity is, is really great in a lot of ways, but I think it also leads, you know, opens the door to feeling... Um, sensitive to other things that may not affect other people and that could lead to, you know, you could be really happy or you could be really sad or, mm. or those types of things. So when you're sitting down to, to write, I mean, that's got to be a real conscious effort. Um, or is it? I, well, it's certainly, I, I, view, I view songwriting um, in the same way I view work in the way you know probably other people view it too is it it's 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 a it's a it's work you, you I when you feel inspired I when I feel inspired I sit down and and I I I, I practice I, I mean I just I try and I rewrite and I edit and I you know it's it's I'm gonna sit down I'm gonna do this for a while and just try to get it and if I don't get it then I'll try the next day I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's I, I view it as a craft mm -hmm. how young were you when you uh well, I mean, what came first, uh, you know, singing, instruments, songwriting, what um, kind of came first? Both. I mean, I was, you know, I think I, I think I was 11, I got my, my first guitar, and then I, you know, I, I pretty much right off the bat, I started writing my own music, in addition to learning um, other band, you know, learning songs by other artists, but right off the bat, right, when I could form chords and, and I started writing songs, um, and I, you know, I sang in the grade school choir and I, I played drums. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was just, mm -hmm. it, it pretty much all happened right at the same time, you know, it, just very musical from a mm -hmm. young age. You had it. Yeah. Yeah. When my uh, son was, uh, trying out for band when he got to middle school, you know, they had him go around through each instrument and everything. Right. And, uh, you know, n my wife nor I have any ability to right. play the drums right. so they get in there and they have a little test to play the drums and yeah. we're watching our son it was like yep he's out first round he's yeah. gone because he couldn't do yeah, two hands just the, yeah yeah and i think that you know for me when i was when i was especially when i was younger i mean i think it, it it's like if you have to force your kid to practice i mean you know if if you want them to have like a, a discipline uh, uh, you know where they, they have a have have a hobby to practice the piano or whatever. I think it's good to make, to mm -hmm. say, hey, you're, you're going to do this for a while. But, but for me, and what I think is important is that it was never about um, having to sit down to practice. It was just, I loved doing it, mm -hmm. you know? So it was just like, I had the guitar in my hand. I, I played drums all the time. I, you know, I was thinking, I, you know, I'd have like two notebooks in high school and college where one would be like taking notes of the, the school and then the other would just be writing mm -hmm. lyrics or musical ideas. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, if my parents hear this, they're probably not thrilled to hear about, about the, <laughs> the college part, but uh, I'm a, you know, I'm making a living doing it now. So I guess it, it worked. Yeah. You know, yeah. Lot, so, so, uh, yeah, I mean, 
the world of you know making music right and making a living yeah uh that's gotta be a world of stress that probably a lot of us don't understand well i i think you know i don't know what i'm sure there's stress you know my brother runs a a company my my sister's a lawyer and 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 they have their levels of stress mm-hmm. you know that are that are probably equal to mine but i think what the creative part is that you know you're essentially trying to create something from nothing that's not there and then trying to find something like that so i think it's that level of stress i don't really know what i <laughs> you know it's 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 definitely stressful at times when you you know, there's not necessarily a salary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. that, that could be a stressor for sure. But, but, um, it, comparing it to other, other jobs, I guess I'm not really sure. Cause I've never necessarily had to, had to do mm-hmm. feel that stress, but you know, the idea of, of, um, trying to make a living through entertainment, which is something that people don't need. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. something that they, it's that they, want or they can choose different things you know it's not like food Mm -hmm. you know so there's there's a stressor Mm -hmm. there for sure do you write uh so all all the songs that you recorded and are out there are are you the songwriter of those i'm the songwriter well yeah i've co-written um a good amount especially in the last few years i spent a lot of time in nashville um Mm -hmm. before my my kids were born um I'd go there twice a month and I'd, I'd had a couple of writing partners and we would um, work on stuff there. And the, the scene down there was at, at that time, it was, it was just really exciting. And um, yeah, so, so everything that, that I've recorded, that's my you know, original music. It's I've, I've written or co-written. Mm-hmm. So. so a lot of uh, just from listening to, <clears throat> listening to you a little bit and then, you know, reading about some of, uh, you got a lot of meaning behind songs. Yeah, I'm not, I wish I was more of like a pop songwriter at times where it could just be a little bit more fun. But for me, um, you know, my aesthetic is, um, you know, I have a lot, I don't know, I just, I, th- I think about stuff a lot, mm-hmm. you know, maybe too hard. And, and, and so that comes out, I think, in the writing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even... You know, themes of, you know, St. Louis City yeah. um, and uh, some yeah. of the struggles we have regionally here. Exactly. You know, yeah. Well. I mean, that was a big part of the um, the last record, Dark City, Dark Country. And then um, there's a single out called American Pain that, uh, that reflects some of that. And then, you know, the the new project that I'm working on is called Out at Sea. And it actually has, has to do one of the main songs on it. The song Out at Sea is is addressing some mental health issues and, 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 um, you know, of a bandmate of ours, uh, as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. just feeling out at sea, like, you know, like culturally right now, I think with, with, um, you know, with, with the president now and, and just feeling, you know, my point of view is just like, it just, a lot of meanness there's a lot of um things were, that are going on where i'm just like you you feel you feel like you're out at sea you don't you know you don't feel at home at times in your own mm-hmm. home you know that's that's part of it but it's not necessarily a political record as much as it is just feeling out of place like within 
society and, and, and with yourself as well. Yeah. If you don't have that safe haven, you know, to go to, you know, sometimes it's people, sometimes they say, you know, my work is my safe haven because home is crazy. And sometimes it's vice versa, or sometimes you don't have, you know, anything. anything. Yeah. You feel out at sea and, and that's what that's about. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm going to try to get it out by this summer. So I'm still in the writing process of it. Awesome. Right now. Yeah, because uh, I also saw, what, 10 years ago-ish, you guys opened up for Obama when he was in yeah, Columbia? Yeah, we did that. How'd that um, happen? I, well, <laughs> the story behind that was, so what I've always tried to do with regard to music and, and you know, I guess my music careers is, I never wanted to be outworked by anybody. So like if people didn't like my, my music, I was fine with that. But it was like, I mean, I, I want them to like it. But my thing was, you know, no one's gonna outwork me. And I was out flyering for a show that we were playing on Halloween down in Columbia. And uh, the, uh, the Barack Obama team happened to be out at that exact moment where I was hanging the flyers and they're like, Hey, you're John Henry. And I'm like, wow. yeah, they're like, do you want to open, um, <laughs> for, do you want to play a set before, you know, I guess Senator, he was Senator Obama at the uh-huh. time. And I was like, I didn't even call the band. I, I just was like, yes, we'll do it. Yeah. Um, they're like, well, you have to play the national anthem. I'm like, sure, we'll yeah. do it. <laughs> um, and then they're like, we're thinking of having one other band on. I'm like, no, 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 we'll, we'll cover the whole time. <laughs> we got and, it all. Uh, yeah. 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 So I just said yes. And then, we uh we did it and then uh and we did a i did a bernie sanders thing a couple of years ago at the family arena it's because it was weird it's like every uh-huh. few years like we get to play these shows and but the, the funny thing always is is that like you have to leave your uh so you sound check and then you leave your instruments like on stage on the little stage and then they they have like the secret service come through and like make sure you don't have like a bomb wow. in your guitar or whatever guitar. yeah <laughs> you know so like, and then, and i left you, that just like that don't yeah. move it <clears throat> and then it, it got really cold that night and i was like oh man we're gonna be at a two like you know and then uh then they get like your they have to do background checks so i had to get like all my bands like social security numbers and and all this like wow it, i mean it was it was yeah it was cool yeah and then i was sitting one of my favorite memories was like they put you in this, like, for the Obama thing, I was at this warming tent. It was just, like, this little, like, kind of, like, pop-up tent. And I'm sitting next to this guy, and I didn't recognize him at the time, but everybody kept coming up and talking to him and asking for his autograph and a picture. And I'm like, oh, he must be, like, somebody important. You know, yeah. it, was, it was David Axelrod, who was, like, the campaign manager. Wow. I just I just didn't know who he yeah. was. We were just, like, sitting right, like... You're just hanging just, like, with this, him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was like, hey, how you doing? He's like, good. And, I mean, it was, a, it was just, you know... <laughs> It was funny. He's probably thinking, who's this guy? Yeah, somebody who, famous? Yeah, who are, the, yeah. Yeah, who are these long hairs yeah. in here? Yeah. You know, but it was, it was um, man, that was great. I didn't, I didn't have to buy a drink in oh. Columbia for a while. So yeah, I it bet. It was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. Did, uh, you know, with uh, writing this last album, uh, I mean, what's, how long of a process is that? I mean, you know, when you finally get, you know, this, uh, so many songs, when do you feel comfortable enough to say, okay, well, I mean, I, I guess I tend to be a, a thematic, thematic writer where I kind of get an idea of what I want to say about something, and then I just try to use that as like the, um, you know, the head, and then the skeleton is, is, is the rest of the songs, and mm-hmm. I just try to write the best ones that I can do and, and refine it, and then go in and make the record. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, earlier when we were talking about uh, 
just the creativity component and the uh, musicians and even talking to guys on We Are Live with, you know, comedy and, you know, talking about mental health. And uh, do you find, and you kind of even mentioned it, but, you know, in that world of musicians and, and the creativity, you find more mental health, co- well, it's hard to measure, right? But right. you find a lot of people that are dealing with some stuff and they're using, you know, music as an outlet um, and hopefully in a, in a positive way. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, like I mentioned before we started taping, I mean, we lost a band member to it and it was, it was you know, it was just, um, just a horrible time because I think that we didn't know that there was anything wrong because like, you know, when you're, when you're in your high school band, you're all like buddies and you're hanging out all the time and you kind of know everything about each other. And then when you're older, you're playing with like, hopefully like the best musicians that you, you can, you can, you know, that, that want to play with you and they're busy and, and you're tight, but you're not, you're not like going out every day. Mm-hmm. So you don't really know what's going on. And so, you know, when that happened, it was just, it was, I mean, it was for me personally, it was, it was, uh, it was very traumatic and, and, uh, you know, and I certainly can't speak to, you know, I'm not a, a mental health professional. I don't know anything about it. And, and, and maybe it's across all fields, but I do think that within the music's, music scene, comedy scene, you do see a lot of, of those issues. And I think it's because there's a creative side. I also think that, you know, one of the, the dark sides of, of music and comedy that, um, you know, it's like, alcohol or drugs or whatever it is they're 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 very readily available and free and they're often mm-hmm. given to you by people mm-hmm. you know just like yeah yeah here you go hey here, you know and and I, I think that that definitely leads to to a lot of the the, the mental issues and the you know it, it's it it if, if you can't handle it you know um becomes like self-medicating exactly yeah. yeah and you you know you get sad and then you you drink and then you you know, and then it's a downward spiral. And I think mm-hmm. that that's, that's a common thing with, with a lot of musicians. And, and um, I think comedy probably as well. I don't know that scene, obviously, but, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, with, with, with Nathan and our band, I don't, I don't think that substance was, was an issue and I, I can't speak to it all the way. Cause I don't, I don't know, but I, you know, he, he definitely was a, like a complete professional. It's just, we just, we just didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know. Like, yeah, there's, there's you know, men maybe more than women are supposed to yeah. be the stoic and and yeah, that stigma. And, yeah. yeah, yep. And you don't want to admit it because you don't want to feel weak and and uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's so prevalent in society right now. It's it's still there, right? It's, yeah. I think stigma is better than what it was. Yeah, but I think so too. Especially for guys, it's like you know you don't want to talk about it. Yeah, you know and. Uh, you're shamed and you know what we always talk about a lot of times it's you know you're not ashamed to say I have diabetes or I have cancer but like mental mental health issue is truly a a health issue yeah Yeah. no for sure and 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 I do I do I really do think in the last few years it's gotten better um over well maybe not last I mean but over over time I think Mm -hmm. it's gotten better where it's just like you know um and then you know I think certain people are, are you know like more more private you know, and they just don't want to yeah. talk about it and they're afraid to, to get help for it. And, you know, and I, and I get all that for sure, but it's just, it, yeah, it's just, it's really sad. You know, it's, it's, I yeah. when you lose something like, you know, I was thinking the other day, like, cause I, uh, 
my kids, they like to, like, I never listen to my music at home. You know, I, I'm, I'm not that type of musician that likes to listen to my own yeah, to your music. Own stuff. Once it's like, when, when we're mixing it and when we're, you know, when it's being produced and, and, and mastered and all that, I listen like crazy and I'm listening to every detail. But once it's out, I'm not, you know, I don't play my records uh-huh. at home, you know. Yeah. But my kids like to hear it. And that, you know, they were, we were playing a song at dinner the other night and I was just listening to his plan. I was just like, man, like, like, I just, I'm, that's, it's such a waste. You know, it's such like this is perfect. This is so good, and it's it's gone. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I just felt, man, it's it. What a waste of just. I mean, you know, music aside, just the guy. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just it 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 sucks, and it's, you know, it yeah yeah, and it's that's such a common thing when we look at when somebody leaves our world, you know, and and to realize. Like, how come they couldn't see that in themselves? Or how come they couldn't yeah. understand how valuable, one, yeah. just being a human being is, but then two, it's just like your talent, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it's just that, it's... that mental illness sometimes, that health issue that gets in the way that blocks, like, our ability to experience, you know, ourselves as being that unique, valuable right. person, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and I don't mean to be superficial in just saying the musical side, but that, you know, in the capacity that he and I were friends, it was it was... You know, it was the music, and that that we that was our connection, mm-hmm. and and you know, you set aside the person. He was a great guy, and it's just like, you know. And I remember we did a, there was like a, a a big memorial for him with all the all the bands that he played with, and it was just like this amazing group of people, packed venue, and it's just like it wasn't just it wasn't just like our band. We were like a tiny fraction of 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 his contribution to everything. And it was just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, this is. You know, it's just such a, such yeah. a sad. The lives he touched. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that you're not going to get that back. And it's, you know, yeah. For you guys, uh, I guess after that happened, I mean, that's got, that had to be pretty hard to like move on. Cause that's like, I'm, I'm, I'm what instrument was he? He was keys. Keys. Like, yeah, so an instrument, a, a key part of, you know, your band. And right. it's like, how do you that void, you know, did yeah. it take a while to, to figure out how yeah, to, to well, maneuver that? Well, yeah, we waited, we waited a bit and then we got together. And like I was saying earlier, um, we, you know, when you're older and you're, you're playing with really good musicians, it's like, you don't get to, you don't get, you don't socialize a ton. You're, you know, you go to the rehearsal and you hang out and you leave and then you go to the show and you play and you hang out a little and then, mm-hmm. and then you, you, you might text them something funny or whatever, but it's not like you're going out all the time. Yeah. And like, we, you know, after his memorial thing, we all got together at a bar. We all just got like really drunk and like talked uh-huh. about fun stuff, and uh-huh. and then, uh, and that, that was that was kind of a, a nice closure. And then, um, you know, and we were able to to find another um, keyboard player named Jake, who's who's really great um, as well, and 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 a good guy and fit in perfect. But it was it was just it took a while just to get over the, you know the the sadness of it yeah you know yeah yeah i mentioned and you mentioned the good word there closure you know finding out yeah. <clears throat> how how the best way to do that you know and that's like that whole part of the grieving process that people struggle with sometimes is you know how do i keep moving on but also you know recognize mm-hmm. the memory and the good times and you know that i'm not i'm not just leaving the person so you figure out you know for 
for whatever situation and whatever, who, who you are and who that person was the best way to close, you know? And right. sometimes it is, you know, going out and reliving some yeah, of the memories. I mean, we just, we had a really good time. And, and I remember that, that night very fondly. Cause it was like, we, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a professional setting that we were, you know, we weren't preparing for something. It was just, we were yeah. just kind of hanging out and, and, uh, and it was a good night. And I think he would have dug it. He would have dug it too, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah. So closure, you know, that's definitely important in situations like that. And, and, you know, and that's the thing, you know, checking in on each other, but sometimes it's, you know, it's hard to check in on each other right. if you don't know, right. you know, because yeah. people hide, you know, people hide things and, and they yeah. don't share those things for various different reasons. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, it's like, I don't know if it's a guy thing or if it's just a busy time thing. I mean, it's like, you don't, you don't, I mean, people are just like every person's weird in their own way. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And it's like, you, 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 you spend a lot of time with people and you get to know, you know, their idiosyncrasies and all that. And it's, it's nice, but it's, it's like, there's still stuff that you never know. And, and you know, just, yeah, I guess you just try to do the best you can. Yeah. Yeah. And try to bring out the best in people, you know, and try to be just, just be, you know, try to be as good of a person as you could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, everybody, like you said, everybody's unique. Everybody has their own way. And no matter what kind of job or role you're in, you're right. always trying to get on the same page. Yeah. Um, and you know, and that's through getting to know each other, Yeah. you know, and you know, for you guys as a band, you know, that's got to, you know, so sometimes if I'm leading my team at work, you know, and I'm trying to get everybody to be able to, to interact, you know, nicely with each other, to right. be able to get it, uh, right. to understand the same concepts, be focused on the same mission. Um, that's hard, you know? Yeah. And so let yeah. alone, you know, I think about, you know, I, for a person in a band with musical skills, um, but to be able to bring all that together in that harmony. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I, I guess, you, you know, if, 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 you know, in my band, I'm, I'm the band leader and, and I think everything stems from the top, top down for organizations like that. So it's like, you know, my, my goal is to come in prepared, um, come in with a positive attitude, um, and have everything thought through. I mean, I, over the summer, last summer we did this big show and it was like a 12 person band that we had, we had like a string section and a horn section. And I remember like coming into the rehearsal where we we didn't have a show at off Broadway that night. So we did two nights of rehearsal there with like full sound and production. And I remember coming in and it's like, you know, a group of some of the best, uh-huh. very best musicians. And I'm like, I'm, I'm the guy who's, <laughs> who's in charge of all this. And I just remember at one point I was like, all right, dude, you gotta, all right, it's showtime. Like, yeah. And then, and it went great. It went, it, cause they're all good people. Like I try to surround myself with not just, you know, great musicians, but people who are, who are cool and, and, and mm-hmm. who are laid back and are, and are comfortable with their roles in the band and comfortable with, with everything. And not, not to say that everything's like perfect all the time, mm-hmm. but, but I just don't need, we've all played enough bad gigs. We've all been in enough like toxic bands that like when I started my own solo thing, I was just like, I'm going to get, I want to get as many nice people that are are great musicians around and, and just try to eliminate any of the, the uh, bullshit. And then, I don't, yeah, I don't know drama. if you can cuss on here. Hey, you just did. We're yeah, going. Yeah. Uh, We're good. But you know what I mean? Like we've all been through enough of that crap. So it was uh-huh. like, 
that's that was my philosophy for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're creating the atmosphere that you want. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Now you uh, the Open Highway uh, Music Festival, right? So yeah. you created that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Steve Pullman um, and I did it. Uh, he he's the owner of, of Off Broadway. I'm actually headed over there after this. Um, but yeah, so we're in our like. I'd have to go back and count. I think it's eight. Eight year, or eighth year of it. Wow. Yeah. So. And then, so I mean, what what got you to that level of saying I'm gonna I'm gonna start a festival? Well, like now festivals have become like this. It's just like that scene has exploded. But at the time, I was like really naive and I didn't know that it it, it wasn't really a thing then. And I was just like, well, we do a lot of work with these. I did. I, the genesis of it was I I went on tour with this band. Um, we did a bunch of dates with. Um, uh, they were called Cross Canadian Ragweed, and then we did some dates with Stony Larue, and it was like all these venues were packed, and they weren't coming to St. Louis ever because they just mm-hmm. nobody had booked them there. And I'm like, well, we could, I could do that. Mm-hmm. So I started booking them. And then I'm like, why don't we do a fest where it's just like a weekend of like that music? And then since then, it's grown to the point where it's it's all genres, and it's the year it's going to be five days wow. at the venue. So it's it's. It's just expanded every year. We try to just do something a little bit different. Man, that's gonna be yeah. a great feeling. It's nice, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's good, and, and and you know, similar similarly to the band, it's the the vibe at Off Broadway with all the people that we work with are you know, it's the same thing. It's all mm-hmm. it's it's cool. So, mm-hmm. so uh, what what you know, let's let's talk about the vision, right? What do you what do you see for yourself? What do you want when it comes to your music, um, and uh, the future? Well, what I've been working on a lot lately is, is besides the new record, is um, we're going to be doing some festivals this summer. Um, I'm really focused on film and TV uh, licensing. Um, I got I got two little boys at home, so I don't I don't want to tour as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my wife Claire, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to be away from her either, like at all. You know, yeah. I try to limit that. Um, so playing less shows, but playing everyone's really good yeah. every show's good uh and then i'd like to continue to grow the festival and and uh continue just trying to make the venue um off broadway like just smart booking and and, and as good a booking as, as we can get and just mm-hmm. keep growing every year yeah because i mean i mean it shows you right there you know just how it's grown over the last uh, eight years right yeah, seven eight, eight years I, i'd have to go back i should yeah. know that i should probably know but it's that. like st louis wants it right yeah you know? i mean and and i think that um you know it was obviously it's really sad for me that um blue fest went out and um and i'd played that and i knew the folks involved and i and i you know i despite any of the um ill will that was created I, a lot of the people in that organization were you know right-minded Mm-hmm. You know, they wanted to do something good and positive, and and so that that was a drag for sure. So I mean, I think, I think this is a good um, music town, and there's there's some, um, you know, a lot of good bands and artists. It's just trying to uh, create the best. I guess I hate using the word scene, but yeah, but you know. That yeah, type of thing. That atmosphere right. and, you know, given the opportunity and everything. Yeah. Um, just going back real quick to, to talking about kind of what drives you when it comes to writing. Um, maybe, I mean, is, is that a point where you have to, 
put yourself in a mindset that's, you know, you might get inspired, right? And then being able to just kind of just focus on that uh, with all this other stuff going on because you're still planning, you know, right. yeah, all it's that. Like kind of keeping the brain separated. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pretty good about being able to compartmentalize, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stop doing that. Now I'm going to do this and switch over. Mm-hmm. Um, so that isn't as hard for me as, as, as it might be for other people. I'm not really sure. I guess I've never really talked to anybody about that, mm-hmm. but, but, um, at least on the creative side, I mean, you know, I, I write from titles a lot. So I'll just like jot down a title. It used to be in a notebook. Now it's like on an iPhone. I mean, like yeah. the other night I woke up, right, you know, I was falling asleep and I thought of something. I just like typed it in. Uh-huh. You know, and then the beauty of technology. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so it is, you know, you know, a lot of people complain about that. And, and I do think that there's there's definitely a level of toxicity with it and, and distraction. But I think if you're able to, you know, kind of overcome the pettiness of it and the distraction of it, it could be an asset in a lot of ways. I mm-hmm. mean, you could get. You know, you could get your music heard by people all over the world, like, you know, yeah. in a second. But but on the other side of that coin, there's also so much, like, crap out there now that uh-huh. it's hard to cut through the noise. So it's like, uh-huh. it, it's it's both, you know, yeah. it's a balance of it. Yeah. You know. So uh, tips maybe for somebody that uh, they're wanting to maybe take some of their talents. They think they might have the ability to do some songwriting. Um, what would be some tips you give them? Well, I mean, I think <clears throat> this isn't a, a new tip, but I think that, that, I mean, it's still something that I'm practicing too. It's just like, you know, just write, 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 write. And, you know, at first it's, it's going to be like really, really shitty. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it gets better and better and It'll better. It'll get better. It'll get better. You hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is, is just, I guess, hard work and, and, you know, I come from a family, you know, my, both my parents were very supportive of it. So I was lucky with that. And they were both very hardworking people. So that was my kind of worldview. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it helped. I was like a, a distance runner in grade school and high school. Where, and, and, and that sort of shaped my view as well with this type of thing where it's like, it's the long game. You know, you, 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 you. If you, if you really, really, really want to do this, you have to commit yourself to doing it and you have to be tough and you have to focus and fail and just try to do better and talk to people that ask people questions that are mm-hmm. above you because you might think they have it figured out and then you talk to them and they have the same problems and concerns that you have. It's just on a little bit of a higher level and the mm-hmm. people above them have the same problems on a higher level. I mean, it's, uh-huh. it's like, those yeah. are some of my favorite rock and roll stories where it's like, you're sitting down with like a band that's like selling out the venues or whatever. They're like on the radio and you're like, man, this is good. They're like, Oh, well, our, our label's not doing good. Our manager. And I'm just like, Oh my God, they got the same <laughs> issues. It's just, they're on a higher, uh-huh. you know, a higher level. So everybody's got, yeah, they got yeah. their break. Yeah. And then the other thing is just like, be cool to people, you know, like be cool to, you know, write with other people. If you're, if you're with like a tour manager, cool, like bus driver. I mean, any of just be cool. Don't try not to have an attitude and, and, and that goes a long way. Uh-huh. Cause it, it's like, 
it seems like it's a really big industry and, and it, in a lot of ways it is, but really there's like a, a pretty core group of people that if you're going to make a living out of this, that you're going to be dealing with and the relationships of, of trust and honesty and, and just being a good person, um, that really, really goes a long way, mm-hmm. you know, on, on songwriting or on records or on booking or on fest, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just build these relationships based on, you know, trying to be a, a good person and, and not, you know, telling the truth. It's like, <laughs> like yeah. what you learn in kindergarten, yeah. basically. Huh, go figure, yeah, right? Oh, no, yeah. Just like don't. <laughs> it starts then. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, <clears throat> I firmly think, I totally agree with you. Relationships are the key to life yeah. in general, you yeah. know. And then how you know treating people goes a long ways. And you know, even when the therapeutic process that we deal with on a daily basis, it's all about relationship connection. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you're always going to like get along perfectly. You, you might have conflict, but at the root of the relationship is that there's trust. I mean, so it's like maybe you're going to get this gig or the show or whatever it is or the song on a record and it ends up not happening and you might be frustrated with that person but you know that it's based on it just was an artistic difference or a, or a business difference it's the the core of it is that it's you you know that there's it, it's at least rooted in in, in a, an honest relationship it mm-hmm. just didn't work out that time mm-hmm. yeah trust yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I just got done talking about that last week at some meetings um, about trust, honesty, relationships. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it all comes back to that. Yeah. Um, well, we've been here with uh, artist extraordinaire of uh, <laughs> the region, right? Uh, John Henry, but uh, talking about music, uh, you know, how things relate to mental health. Uh, we've hit a lot of topics, you know. So I've been trying this thing, been trying to eat a little bit better. And, yeah. uh, uh, dopamine right inside our brain is mm-hmm. all about that's the feel-good chemical and everything yeah. and so a lot of times sugar you know that's that feeds that and of course yeah. that's eating bad so I was like how can I replace uh, that craving for the dopamine that I'm using with sugar uh, you know so I was looking reading all the Google and all this stuff and it's like you know music is one of those things Music, it, uh, yeah a big thing for me that has helped me with with you know issues that I've had is exercise yeah, it's uh, uh, you know, my thing, <laughs> like, <laughs> the my wife and I talk about this. It's like, what, what, what are the keys to that? To you know, it's like heavy lifting, moderate drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, I like to exercise a lot, lift weights, bike uh-huh. ride, run, and I think that does. It's a good, you know, sh- you know, it's a cliche, but. Oh yeah, you know, strong body, strong mind. Type exactly. Of deal. Exactly. And, and it's funny though that I'm sitting here drinking a diet coke. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to judge <laughs> yeah. you, but, yeah. uh, but hey, but you, you can indulge every once in a well, while. Well, I'm going right? to Mexico in a few months, so I'm trying to like reduce the thing. I want a little caffeine, so you need a little bit I, every I'm now. I'm working and then. on that beach bod. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, good thing we're not filming today. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we have people calling in <laughs> yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah, right? yeah. But no, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, exercise, uh, nutrition. Uh, but yeah, music. So, I mean, you got the best of both worlds there. Your, uh, your life is music and you got the exercise involved. So yeah, you should be, I got it all figured out. Everybody yeah. listening right now. I have all the answers yeah. to everything. <laughs> you listen to the next album. You'll yeah. tell all yeah. the answers, it's, it's, right? If you have any issues, just come, come talk to me for sure. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> well, uh, we've had a great conversation today again, uh, on mental health matters, uh, with John Henry. 
um, check them out. Where, if someone wants to uh, uh, download your music, uh, maybe hear you play next, where can we find you? Um, well, when there's, I got this big event that I can't talk about. Beautiful. Um, which is, you know, obviously really great for the, the people listening to this. But the, yeah. uh, you can get uh, johnhenrymusic.net. Yeah, um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Excellent. You'll find it all there. Okay. And then uh, iTunes, obviously, Pandora. Or not Pandora, Spotify, Pandora. Spotify. Apple Music, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. So then uh, we should uh, be paying attention to hear that big announcement coming. Yeah, uh, and soon. then I got a, I'm got getting ready to release a music video for a song called American Pain. So that'll be coming out here in the next month. Excellent. So that'll Excellent. Be well, we'll definitely be looking you up. And uh, so glad you came on today. I think you gave some really good insights uh, into a lot of different topics. Well, I appreciate Yeah, I mean, thank you for having me. And um, this is something that, uh, you know, the mental health thing is... is uh, something that's very important to me and, and something that I care about. And, and if, you know, if, if I ever become like more famous, <laughs> it would be, it'd definitely be something I'd try to, you know, help people with, you know, yeah. as, as like, as like, as a, as a, you know, something that I care deeply about. So, yeah. Cause I think a lot of times when people do speak out, you know, and even on that, that level of, uh, you know, celebrity status and all that, more people pay attention. Yeah. You, I mean, know? you know, and it's just, if you can help, if you could help people, I mean, I think that's, that's kind of, kind of the whole thing, right? Yeah. The heart of who we are. Right. right. So awesome. Well, thank you. And, uh, we are going to see you next time on mental health matters. Also, as always, if you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, uh, feel free to, uh, and you can contact Debbie Dugan at D Dugan, D D U G A N at C C S T L.org. Until next time, this is Tom Duff and mental health matters. This has been Mental Health Matters with Tom Duff of St. Louis Counseling Services. Check out stlouiscounseling.org for more information.